Hey, welcome back to the Rockstar Life Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. I can't wait to jump into this episode and talk about how becoming an active member in your life can really elevate it to the next level and what that really means. Welcome to the Rockstar Life Podcast, where you will find the key to unlock your health, wealth, and happiness. I'm your host, Caitlin Caldwell. All right, friends, I hope you're having a fantastic day. I want to jump right in with kind of a simple but powerful question. And that is, are you an active member of your life? Or are you just kind of coasting along, taking whatever comes your way? Because there's three areas of your life we're going to focus on today, and that's your career, your marriage, and your fitness. So let's go ahead and just start with career. Are you an active member of improving your career? Or are you just waiting for that next promotion cycle, hoping that maybe you did well with really no idea of what you could be doing or maybe an assumption that you're doing everything right? Well, I'm going to encourage you to take a more active role and find out exactly how you're performing and how you could improve. I know it seems a little bit silly, but I think sometimes people take for granted that their managers actually know that they want uh, to be in a more responsible, responsible position or to have more work to do. For example, just this last week, we had some downtime at work, um, so I wasn't actively instructing anyone, and I didn't really know what I could be doing. It's still a relatively new job for me. I've only been there a few months, and for a long time, we were in learning mode, so it was just constant learning. We were in classes, and now that we're actually qualified instructors, we're kind of getting into the swing of what that looks like from day to day and week to week. So I don't know yet exactly what the expectations are or even uh, what work is within our scope that I could be doing, but I asked my manager last week and it turns out that there are some projects I could be helping with that I could kind of really dive in and work on some spreadsheets, which I know that sounds kind of nerdy because, well, If you guys haven't figured it out yet, I'm kind of a nerd. And I really enjoy working with Excel and figuring out the conditional formatting and putting together something that's going to be a good visual representation of data and just make it easier to get our jobs done. So I put together a little spreadsheet to figure out a class schedule and my boss loved it. So that was pretty fantastic. It it really wasn't a difficult project, but it made his life a whole heck of a lot easier And now he understands that I'm seeking out that type of work. I want to be productive. I love knowing at the end of the day, when I go home at night, that my time away from my family was used productively, that I was doing something worthwhile when I couldn't be at home. And it, it was kind of funny because when I told him, like, yes, please give me more of those projects, He actually said he had no idea that I was interested in more work, which is a little bit crazy to me that um, you wouldn't realize that your workforce wants more work. But if that's you, if, if you don't realize what you could be doing or maybe you don't have 
um, a lot on your plate, go ahead and, and talk to your management or your supervisor or even your coworkers and see what could you be doing to move forward. And now he knows that I want more work to do. And I have a feeling that when I do have like some sort of periodic review, that may come up that I uh, was seeking more work and that I wanted to use that time wisely. So just take a look at your day to day, or even if you are busier, every hour at work is used for something. Are those projects that were designed a long time ago? Is there still an active customer for it? Is your time still being used to the best benefit of your company or your team? And if it is, fantastic. That is awesome. But if it turns out that there's some projects that nobody's really looking at anymore or that doesn't really serve anybody, maybe it's time to kind of give those up. And I'm not saying you just stop doing your job. But maybe you sit down and have that talk, and since you always want to have a solution to any problem you're going to present, maybe go into a meeting with your management of, you know, this is X number of hours I am spending per week on this project, which I'm not really seeing a benefit from, but I could be using this time to move the company forward by doing Y. That's always going to work in your favor. When you are finding a more efficient use of your time, your company, your management is going to appreciate that because that's dollars well spent. So I encourage you not to just look for more work for yourself, but more efficient work and even just check in with your boss. I think that we've kind of gotten out of the habit of finding out how we're doing or or getting that performance review. I know from my military background, it was such a check in the box where they had to give you a midterm, which you wrote yourself, and you had to do a year-end review, which you wrote yourself. And I really did think that that was going to be different when I got out into the civilian world, and I thought that I was going to just get so much feedback on my performance, and I thought, you know, this is when people are going to care. This is when other people are going to take note of what I'm doing and want to use it to their benefit. And therefore, I will know if I'm fulfilling kind of my, my roles and responsibilities. Well, it actually <laughs> kind of got worse when I got out of the military, because even though no one was really taking an active role in giving me that feedback, I did know the exact expectations. And that was kind of a rude awakening getting out of the military is not knowing exactly what was expected of me on a day-to-day basis, a week-to-week, or even yearly. I had a job title and a short job description, but I didn't actually know what I should be doing. So I've gotten in the habit more often of seeking out that feedback, making sure that there's not more I could be doing or something I could just be doing a little bit differently. And as soon as you show that you're open to that constructive criticism, that's going to open up the conversation so that your coworkers and your management know that you want to do better because people honestly are afraid to talk to each other. I think that there's such a fear of um, upsetting somebody or um, offending them or hurting their feelings 
that we don't even give constructive feedback to our own workforce. So if you are the first one to just open up that line of communication, that could do wonders for your career. So again, I just encourage you, open up that line of communication, seek out more responsibility, seek out a promotion. When's the last time that you took a stand and said, you know what, I am better than this current role. I am doing work that's three pay levels above where I'm at. I deserve more. You can have that talk with your supervisors. You can start seeking out roles within another organization. Just don't be the person riding along, assuming that what they have is the only thing they have. There is something better out there for you, especially if you've been in your job for any length of time. You're gaining skills every single day at work. You are gaining more skills that are going to enable you to do more in another job within the same company or maybe another one. So just take a look at where you're at, what you're doing, and what you could be doing because you're not going to regret that. All right, I think that I have kind of broken that one down quite a bit. So let's move on to marriage. Now, I take my marriage incredibly seriously. It's very, very important to me. And my husband and I talk pretty often about how we approach our marriage versus some other approaches we've taken or we've seen taken by friends and coworkers. And it's not necessarily to judge what they're doing, but because if we can look at and analyze what everybody else is doing in their relationships, if we can take those little bits and pieces that are working for other people and incorporate those into our own, then it's just going to make us even stronger. Or if we see something that kind of gives us like an icky feeling inside, then we know that's something that we should not let happen in our own marriage. And so if you are just kind of complacent in the fact that, okay, the dating game is over, you know, you made it through your engagement, which is probably just a wonderful time in your life, you're newly married, and everyone always describes that as the honeymoon period, and oh, so wonderful, and everybody always describes this, like, honeymoon period, and that... Once you pass the honeymoon period, oh, that's when real marriage starts. But honestly, I think the ending of this so-called honeymoon phase is really just people getting complacent in their marriage. That when you start fighting or start um, just not completely valuing your spouse... That's when you've stopped putting the work into your marriage. You've just assumed that because you really enjoyed dating the person and you enjoyed planning a wedding or planning your life together, that when you officially and legally start this life together, oh, it's just, it's easy from there, right? Like, it's just going to get better from there. Well, I don't think so. I think that's when the real work begins And you have to be constantly kind of checking in with your spouse and seeing how you're doing, um, what are your weak areas, and celebrate. Celebrate your strengths. Celebrate what's awesome. Like one random kind of thing that my husband and I do is every time we have a date night, which 
sidebar. Um, we do have a young son, but we really put a high priority on making sure that we have an official date night at least once a month. Um, and I encourage you to do it at least that often, if not more, because you want to keep that marriage strong outside of just parenthood. But anyway, um, so that quirky little celebration we do is on this date night, we always cheers. And that may not be so weird, but we have been known to cheers with sandwiches, cheers with iced teas. It doesn't have to be like an alcoholic beverage or anything like that, but we cheers to us and to our life and to the life that we live currently and the one we have ahead of us because we are so appreciative of where we're at today and everything that we have in front of us. I am a person that just is always looking to the future and we have huge goals both financially and we want to travel and just huge goals for our success and our careers and everything that in that way that I need to pull back. And this is something that I actively work on is making sure that I'm not too busy looking to the future to enjoy what I have today. And I think one of the things that can really help you appreciate or um, kind of see what you have in your spouse today is to make sure at least once a day you are thinking about what you really love about that person and what is one awesome thing that happened. Because there's a lot of days that feel so mundane. You just have chores, you have groceries to buy, you have meals to prep. Like, just It can just be so monotonous. But if you are being active in seeking out the awesome stuff, you're going to find it. You're going to see that there are little tiny moments every single day that are going to make you love your spouse even more. So it brings me back to that original question. Are you being an active member in your marriage or are you sitting on the sidelines and just hoping that it continues to go well? I hope that you're being an active member because I really think that marriage can be such a great thing that you just want to nurture it and take care of it. That leads me to our final uh, thing that we're going to look at today, and that's your fitness. Now, you might think that you're being an active participant in your health and fitness if you're going to the gym. And that's true. You are doing something, and I applaud you for taking that step. But there's a difference between going through emotions and really going after it. And so I was looking at some videos recently of how women can build more strength and more muscle mass. And that one of the biggest mistakes women specifically make is not pushing themselves. And I, I am so guilty of this at times that if I'm following a workout program that says three sets of 10 reps, I will do three sets of 10 reps. And say I'm curling and maybe I'm curling eight pounds and I can, I can do that. I can do that for three sets, 10 times each, and I'll be struggling a little bit by the very end, but I make it through. It's, it's really not that big of a deal, but it's not super light. It's not no weight. So I, I kind of tell myself like, yep, that, that was the workout. I got through it. 
But in order to really build strength or really stress your muscles and, and make them bigger and stronger, you have to push it. You have to bring yourself to that failure. So if you don't make it through 10 reps, that's okay. You want to make it somewhere close to that. You don't want, it's, you're not trying to do a one rep max, but you want to be to where you can't even hardly make it to the last rep at all. That is where your strength and fitness is really going to improve. So if you're going to the gym and you're going through the motions and you're you're doing your cardio and you're doing your weights and it's the same routine, it's the same routine every day, every week, but you're going, so you've got it all under control, right? Take a look at that. When is the last time that you left the gym barely able to walk after leg day? Or that you were just completely want to fall on the ground winded after time on the treadmill or the elliptical? And I'm not saying that every single time you work out, you should be like feeling like you're dying. But it's an audit you should run to see, am I pushing it? Where can I work harder? And of course, I want you to use, you know, good form and protect your body. Absolutely. That is the most important thing. And I know you have to bring your weights down to make sure that that form is correct. But you should still be struggling at the end. I don't want you... If you're like me and usually curl around 8 or 10 pounds, I don't want you to pick up a 30-pound dumbbell because, well, I heard on a podcast that I should push myself. But you know your body, you know your limits, and I want you to just take it to that edge and really see. Because over time, that edge is going to move. And maybe you've been in the routine so long, maybe you're an avid gym goer, an avid work workouter. <laughs> But when is the last time that you realized you've gotten stronger? Your endurance has increased. You can do more. I really want you to take a look at that, whether you are brand new to working out or I'm a veteran. You can absolutely do more, push yourself harder, and you've got this. All right, today we looked at taking an active role in your career, in your marriage, and in your fitness. I am pretty dang excited to see where you all can go and what you all can accomplish when you actually test your limits. For my lady listeners out there, I would like to make sure that you're following the Live a Rockstar Life Facebook page because there will be a free group coming up starting a week from today on the 14th that is going to be kind of a total wellness reboot. So there are going to be daily workout videos that are going to be 15 minutes and you can do them at home with zero equipment. There are going to be daily motivational posts. There are going to be two group coaching calls where I will be live and you can ask me um, any questions to help you get over any health hurdles that you're having. And I cannot wait to just help you reset your mind, reset your nutrition, and get you started working out. 
So please, again, follow Live a Rockstar Life on Facebook so that you can get all of the details about that upcoming completely free group. I will catch you guys next time on the Rockstar Life podcast. Hey, Rockstar. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate the episode, share it with your friends, and follow us on Facebook at Live a Rockstar Life.